Right on. So what's the plan? Are we just gonna like do a whole gram of extract and just uh, come back in an hour and see how we feel? Oh, so you didn't do it last night? Yeah, I didn't know. I I, I thought we were gonna do like an effect the day yeah, of or something. Same, so, same. That's so why I was I, ready to I, go I, for today. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> this, you know, this is the first cannabis club collaboration. Uh, between myself, Josh Kincaid of The Talking Hedge. You can find us at uh, thetalkinghedgepodcast.com or all the podcast platforms. And then there's Miggy420 with Cannabis Legalization News. Miggy, where can they find you at? Uh, Legalization News on all the uh, podcast outlets and on YouTube. We go live every uh, Wednesday and Sunday. We're going to have Ed Rosenthal on tomorrow. Cool. That's awesome. Michael Schroeder, The Aging Ant. Uh, when you're uh, platform isn't getting uh, deleting you where can they find you at so right now the best spot to hit me is at the aging and underscore on Instagram um, and in there in the bio there is a link to the YouTube for the inebriation show which is the new project and that shit's gonna be amazing that's that's like gonna be the thing that everybody loves the inebriation show fitting that we picked RSO or that I picked RSO as the first product. So the, the chronic club was an idea that I had to collaborate with some other YouTubers like yourselves, like guys that are local here in Washington state um, to pick a product. So you guys gave me 20 bucks. I went out to a store, which was Kush 21 in Burien, wanted to pick something that was local that you might not find in Renton, Miggy or Centralia, Michael. So I wanted to get something that was so, sort of, uh, a, a local product, maybe something small. So, um, Michael, can you show us the RSO? Cause yeah, oh, wait, totally. no, I can show you cause I don't have a background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got this one. And brand. Too. <laughs> yep. It comes in a syringe, which isn't very sexy. Um, and RSO is who wants to take that topic real quick. Yeah, Michael should. RSO is a, a whole, hopefully, full spectrum extract, usually made with alcohol, named RSO for Rick Simpson oil. Um, but Rick Simpson also advocated over time using things like antifreeze and stuff. So the name stuck, but his methodologies don't. Now it's all usually alcohol, ethanol extracted, especially in 502 in Washington. There's full spectrum, no pesticides. It's about as close as, you know, organic as you can get kind of. Um, so I, I picked this again, and you guys magically had it appear at your house. So we started with $20 each. I picked a $15 product after tax. We had $1.11 remaining. And then, of course, shipping just burnt that to a crisp. So we'll keep a tally of how much money we should have, because in theory, if we buy something inexpensive like a pre-roll, we'll have more money down the road for something like a concentrate. This time around, we got a RSO. Oh, so, so Josh, you're all stoned, huh? <laughs> well, so um, I did half a gram right after I got it. I had a really bad like a neck pain, whatever. So I took half a gram. Uh, indica during the day, not my thing. So uh, I got a good experience, though. I got a good report. Uh, and then last night, I took the last half a gram. Um, and I slept really well. All right, well... Oh, there we I'm go. Take the whole thing. Oh, oh, I'll do, I'll do it on camera. Take mm. it. Take it. Oh. <laughs> oh, what's it taste like? I mean, I already know, but like you, um, tell, you tell us. Very uh, sprucey. There was a lot of herbaceous. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like sprucey pine. There's definitely a like, oh, that's not good in the very back. There's sort of a yeah. the my, afternoon. I haven't washed down yet. I haven't washed down yet since you asked me to explain it. Um, 
it's kind of like uh, there's a real, real dirt element to me. Like, like, like the, yeah, yeah, but but not like like RSO is rough. It's yeah. gross. It's yeah. never good. Miggy, what's your initial response? Oh, well, I'm about to do it right now. I had no coffee, no weed. I've been up for half an hour. So let's do this. Oh, oh, you haven't eaten it yet. You better have coffee in your hand, bro. Like, how are you going to wash that shit out of your mouth? Oh, I'm at work, bro. I'll go get coffee here in a minute. <laughs> you know what's I mean, cool about running? Okay. So, yeah, no offense to these guys, uh, Sweet Nirvana brands. Um, let's get this in front of me here. RSO is just nasty, right? Yeah, thanks, Mike. Mm -hmm. Yeah. RSO is nasty, but this is full spectrum. So, basically, what that really means when you get an RSO product is it's the entire plant, you know? They take all of the phytochemicals, all the stuff, which is why there's that, you know, for me, it always expresses like dirt, not earthy, like straight up like a like dry dirt. Um, but yeah. that's kind of a thing that RSO tastes in my mouth. Um, look at Maggie slurping the last little bit out. Yeah, yeah it's she, like a, I, yeah. I lick the cat's asshole is what it tastes like. <laughs> I try to get the last little bit out too, sucking the, the last, but it's nasty. Like the aftertaste, like the first little bit is it could be considered like a starbucks burnt coffee whatever really mm. earthy maybe chewing on a on a pine tree or something yeah. um, things you don't necessarily want to do you know like put pine <laughs> salt in your mouth but this is really sprucey yeah this is really really sprucey like um mm -hmm. um it, it expresses pretty nice and that's actually kind of one of the better front forward tastes that i've had out of rso Sometimes it does definitely taste like uh, like old like triple run coffee grounds, and you're just. Uh, it's, it's a good. That's a good. Uh, the the coffee and the um. Because like even my exhale, it's it's like still lingering in my mouth, like it's all on my yeah. tongue. Yeah. And um, when I exhale, it's got that like that pine tree air freshener, but not like the good fresh like smell. The, like the, the dollar store one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to get it out and you drink coffee and it's like you're scraping your tongue, you know, with the razor yes. blade to get that, that off. But mm. I, I don't know if, if there's a, a way to do it better, maybe put it in. Um, and so last night I was, I was munching on some um, pumpkin muffins that I was making. Ooh. And so just slapping some on here, I couldn't even taste it. So when I eat my mushrooms, I do it with the Snickers bar. So now when I do my RSO, I've got to have some kind of muffin or something. I uh, I like I like mushrooms with uh, Reese's peanut butter cups personally. Like that's that's the carrier <laughs> right. for me. Okay, it's a good one. But you know, uh, with RSO, I had a I had a neighbor who uh, actually had brain cancer, and uh, uh, so long back in the day during medical, when people were willing to give you a tube of RSO, just say, hey, give this to your friend. And some people gave me some tubes. I asked the dude. And the dude was like, I can't do it because I'm a Christian. I'm like, what the? Dude, you got fucking cancer. You got brain cancer. You're going through surgeries and shit and opiates. And uh, he, he declined. So I was like, all right, I got tubes of RSO. And I tasted it. And, I, you know, for a lot of people, they don't know. Medical people, they start with a grain of rice size, right? Like your fingertip. You only, you know, we took a whole goddamn gram. At least I did. I did. And so. Yeah, sweet. I, I went back for it. I wasn't gonna save it. I'm like, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like we've already taken like what? What is that? Probably twenty times more than what people start with medically. So essentially, this is 500 milligrams that we just took because it's about 50 percent uh, THC. So and it was a gram. So we had half a gram, 500 milligrams of THC. Mm. So that is uh, 
50 times the standard edible dosage, which is usually made with, uh, actually often made with BHO and not alcohol. I think alcohol extract hits you inside better and faster because I'm, I'm feeling it already, I think. I've had no cannabis today. This is my first cup of coffee too. Maggie, we both had the same mindset. And uh, man, just... Well, it is, it's Josh's point too, putting it on a, on a food. You know, that, that's what uh, people who are trying to get into edibles and shit, I recommend, you know, an edible is just flavored food with weed. <laughs> I mean, it's, In a I lot of regulated it. markets, so you're only going to have 100 milligrams. So when I went to Mexico, yes. my Facebook memory is my engagement to my wife like a century ago. But when we got married, I spread one gram of RSO onto um, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that I brought to Mexico. Got, oh it through, got it through customs and all that shit. It was crazy. Wouldn't wouldn't probably do it again. Yeah. But um, at the time, <laughs> I was in serious like medical <laughs> need. Like I needed that for just to get through the day to to eat that little like rice size that you were talking about. So what's yeah. the difference now where I can have a whole gram of RSO or half gram whatever, and still function? Whereas back in the day, you could only do a rice size grain, and my tolerance has always been high. So. I was surprised. I mean, you did the math, Michael. So obviously it's 500 grams. I was thinking it was a hundred cause that's most of the caps, but what's the difference between RSO now and RSO circa 2015? That's a great question, dude. Like I was thinking, you know, <clears throat> so, some ideas and, about it, but yeah. yeah, well, Michael, what's the, so you were saying one's alcohol, alcohol extract, the other one's not, what's the other option of extraction for RSO? Mm -hmm. Uh, just hydrocarbons, you know, um, butane, propane, BHO, and PHO. And I mean, throughout it all, lots of people use like, you know, the, the dork, dork, dork. Just doesn't matter because it's going to be eaten. Nobody cares what it looks like, right? But ideally, they're making better these days, right? More cleaner concentrates. Mm. But so I think personally, I do think alcohol extracts... Uh, Impact, like they get into the body faster. What's happening with our edibles is it's going to go to our liver. Our liver is going to convert it into a more complex, but more easily uptakeable um, cannabinoid. And our brain and body's receptors are going to like latch onto it as twice as fast after we've eaten it because our, what our liver does. And mm. I think to me, I think alcohol extracted cannabinoids and, and you know, RSO, does that process more easily? It's just been my experience. I have no science to back this up, but I've asked a couple people about it and it's it's not myself only having this experience. Whereas like I could sit down with 500 milligrams worth of edibles and I've done that a lot from the 502 market and I had some tasty snacks. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's about where I'm at. And I know in 40 minutes, I'm gonna be messed up right now. My eyes are already starting to get a little uh, like, heavy and this isn't uh, <laughs> my cheeks won't stop so yeah <laughs> well i think tolerance like josh say you know your tolerance hasn't changed but <clears throat> i i don't think it's so much tolerance too dude but maybe expectations right can you like do you remember the last time the first time i remember the first time i overdosed like took too much you know oh yeah and and, and that was just a panic attack like i went to my my uh traditional market place and the guy who was giving me my my uh, my medicine was, uh, hey, I, we were smoking, and then uh, I was hungry. He had food, and then he also had drinks, all medicated. And uh, an hour later, I was having the, the the craziest panic attack at home. I ran in my bedroom. I was like, just reminding myself that no one's ever died from weed. And if I am the first person to die from weed, I'm gonna be fucking more famous than ever. 
you know? So, um, yeah, no, I, I just think it's also expectations, man. Like, you write it out, like acid, right? Like, if you took uh, psychedelics and you, the first time, everything's surprising. Second time, you're like, okay, this cartoon man's not real, but I like where I'm experiencing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. The 3,429th time, though, you're just like, ah, I'm back. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even mess with edibles anymore in the regulated market. Um, I strictly do medical. I just re-engaged one of the gals that was at the Tacoma market. Uh, oh, right The package, she's doing like 500, 5,000, whatever you need um, at relatively inexpensive prices. So $40 for 1,000 or 2,000 milligrams is decent versus 100 milligrams at a store here in Washington, regulated marketplace. It's maybe... Ten dollars for a hundred milligrams seems to do nothing. You spend twenty, thirty, doesn't matter for me. I mean, ten dollars for a hundred milligrams, you, you're getting a good deal, and it's probably going to be like itty bitty little tiny treats that one bite and they're gone. I, my experience is more like twenty-ish dollars for that hundred milligrams of edibles, you know. And at if least. it's something good, maybe more, and maybe they cap out at only like the fifty milligram pack. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, Josh, you sound like someone who takes edibles on a daily, you know, as a regular. Um, and my thing about edibles, it's just calories, man. It's just food, you know? And, uh, if I was to, to consume like on a medicated basis, I'd probably just use RSO and, and lace everything with it. Yeah. I mean, like a slab, a slab of peanut butter on a Ritz cracker and a gram of RSO makes the RSO a whole lot better in my opinion. But you know, um, I normally don't go slamming grams of RSO and then only have a <laughs> coffee to drink it down with too. So, so yeah, I think. I think that's that's true like what you get yourself accustomed to but meanwhile i can sit down and you know have five six seven twelve dabs in a row and still you know function right yeah like never touch dabs they get that first one and then they're like fuck we're done <laughs> you know Michael, so, you're more you're more of a dab guy right and miggy are you more of a dab guy or pre-roll guy i'm flower i'm flower, flower power all okay. the way so i'm mostly a blunt guy and then when i travel i use a, a vape pen but if I'm going to be traveling extensively, I'm going to bring RSO to a trade show or if I'm going internationally or whatever, um, because you can conceal it and it lasts yeah. a, a really long time. Edibles just don't just don't do it for me. Um, yeah. What What's the scenario where you guys would pick up RSO and use it? It's expensive. Uh, so actually one of, I mean, my YouTubes have been censored so hard. Damn it. Follow the inebriation show though, if you will, new show coming out. Uh, it's going nice. to be awesome, but my, I'm, you know, three YouTubes done. Um, one of my most watched videos though, is I picked up an $8 gram of RSO and a $3 glass dab straw and a $4 Eagle torch and sat down and said, here's dabbing for 13 bucks. Let's do this. And <laughs> Um, that's what I did. And I just, you know, I, it was my wa most watched video period. People liked it. And, um, I don't mind dabbing RSO. It's the whole plant, you know, I'm getting more out of it. I don't dab it out of my regular everyday rig because it's grody. It's 50%. <laughs> this is 50%. And the other half of it's going to be phyto uh, chemicals, which are plant chemicals that are not cannabinoids. Whereas mm. my dabs that I'm dabbing are all cannabinoids. So if it's cheap, if it's cheap and it looks okay, because sometimes it also doesn't, you know, there's murky stuff that you can see the solids in. I don't yeah. want that. Um, but that's my scenario and that's about it. Maybe if I'm going like on a really good long hike, you know, cause like a half a gram of RSO at the beginning of a hike and then a half a gram at the end of the hike, that just makes everything really nice. 
Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I, the last time I bought RSO was for somebody else uh, to try for medical reasons. You know, that's my go-to. And I think it's wild how I can buy a tube of RSO here, but yeah, they're going to regulate fucking 10 milligrams per uh, damn thing. And that's my issue with edibles, too, because sometimes they're just so heavy. You know, you just, you know, I want to lace a salad, maybe, not a whole cupcake. <laughs> so, so here's the ways to get around that with products that are in I-502 right now, and they're in most shops, okay? So there's two products. One is lotions and one is potions, both spelled with a Z. They're little uh, Mylar bags. They got like, uh, I think, Rasta colors along the top. And they are ampules of MCT, meant as a topical, the lotions. And they are like, I think, 800 milligrams in mm. MCT in an ampule this big. Life's good. I think it's four <laughs> 200s, actually. So you can get 200 milligrams that way. MCT is fully digestible. It's actually really great for you. You know, you hit the Google machine. How much? Uh, I think those were like in the 15-ish dollar range, maybe less at most stores. Yeah, that's that's about their range. So then, and I know that the, the other ones, the ones called potions, they actually sell saying, hey, look, these are to drink. These are inedible. And um, those are more pricey. I think that they're like double the price. And hey, look, if I was in this market space and I had people who knew that I was selling two things that were pretty much identical and one person preferred to pay more for it, I would let them, right? I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. My only issue with uh, concentrates is, I mean, I do like concentrates. Um, you know, I've dabbed with you and I'll dab again. Uh, and oh, by the way, you're looking good, dude. Lost a lot of weight. Looking good. Thanks, brother. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just flower, man. Like, it just bothers me about concentrates. The whole, uh, what's it, green to gold or mold to gold? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I still Depends question. On what you're smoking. Yeah. But I still question, like, the, the integrity of the actual. You know, back in the day, you used to know, uh, you know, in Washington, when it was medical, you had a relationship with that company. Mm-hmm. You know, how many how many companies out there now that I can name um, that are concentrate? Mammoth Labs, I think, is one. I can't oh, yeah, I else. came back to hear Mammoth Labs. They're fucking fire. Their product is outstanding. Um, yeah, I was just saying how we used to have a relationship with the with the, the, the concentrate people. Like, they wouldn't even tell you. They'd be like, yeah, we do mold of gold. You know, and then other ones were like, no, nah, we won't touch that. And so, uh, and then that's the same, like in the 502, who do you know? You know, there's not many name brands and it's all about process. Oh, there's too. a bunch of name brands, brother. I'm on the exact other side of that coin with you, dude. Bodie High, Heavenly Buds. Um, I trust Fat Panda. A lot of people don't like them because they're the biggest brand in the market space. I trust them for more reasons than beyond the fact that they were, you know, supporters of my mission and, and what I've done, right? Mm, yeah. Um, I, if I go into a store, like 90% of what I've bought in the past year has been Fat Panda because I'm like, I took a year off of reviewing basically, right? Well, yes. and uh, almost all of what I what I was buying was, well, I need something I know I can trust. I'm not going and like, you know, seeing everything that's out there at this moment. And Panda was there, you know, the Sticky Frog brand, they've got, um, they're also Dabstract. Um, so, and Dabstract is one of the upper echelon of, of concentrates in my mind. Yeah. Uh, Bodhi High, like I said, they make the best concentrates in my opinion in the whole fucking marketplace. And, um, I would throw in like Denver as well up again. They're, they're like, Denver's got really good concentrates, but, uh, I think Bodhi High would slam against theirs too. So that's definitely a brand to be looking out for. Then Oleum, I, I just, I mean, what my whole point, I think I'm trying to say is like, cause like, it's about processing. Like it doesn't it all comes back to the flower no matter what mm. like it's always comes back to the 
it's what blows my mind. I just watched. Uh, did you guys see the UK Vice News uh, thing that just came out last couple days ago? About the um, this, no, this one's horrendous. It's so this guy's saying. So uh, just so you guys know, the uh, United Kingdom does not have skunks. Okay, we uh, Tom and I had some guys from England on the show. Uh, they referred to we we said something about skunk, and they're like, "Yeah, that's skunk, bud." And then we said, "Yeah, they smells like a skunk." And then they were like, "What's skunk?" And so they didn't know that the smell of skunk came from skunk, bud. But so the point being is, this video on Vice, they're like, "Hash is gone because skunk is here," and I'm like, "You dumb motherfuckers, hash is skunk. It's cannabis." So, so hash, so Europeans, especially in the UK, they don't really get flour, dude. They do not get flour. They never see anything that looks anything like this, right? Which this is some uh, black rhino from a local mm. medical friend of mine. Um, very nice stuff. But they would never see that. They would never see dabs in the UK. What they would get is, all right, man, you guys are from, from here. You're both from the PN dub. See, you don't know. I'm from Chicago. I used to deal with shitty Mexican weed that was like, Literally, like it was came through Mexico, bricked up, garbage weed. We'd spend half the time we hung out destemming and seeding what we bought, and that was like what we got. Consider the the cheapest hash you bought in Washington, and that would be the kind bud compared to the hash they're getting, which is that like sticks and stems grown in a shitty place, like literally grown in like Algiers or some shit and then black marketed across the Mediterranean and dumped in, in France and then brought over to the UK. And it's been stepped on all those times too. Yeah. That's the yeah, hash I, that the UK has. I feel so sad for those fuckers. But it's just ignorance though too, because hash comes from whole plant. Everything comes from yes. the goddamn plant. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm just, so yeah, I just, it just seems that we're still trying to sort out, like to educate people constantly about what's, yeah. what's out there or well, how things the, are done. And here there's a lot of people who don't consider concentrates like dabs to be hash, but it's BHO, butane hash oil, and hash is just, you know, the extract so, process, I think. Yeah, that's it, brother. These days. That's it, man. Yeah. I'm feeling, I, I, I feel pretty good. Uh, I had a lot of, uh, I had a lot of shoulder issues and shit. I'm just old, man. Like everything hurt, you know, I didn't, I didn't step in anybody's bucket. I just woke up, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling better. Uh, I'm not feeling high. Like, I'm not like, I want to go sit down and play video games. I'm more like, maybe it's just because I got shit to do and I want a cup of coffee, though. So who wants to take uh, the experience first? Well, you guys just did it today versus <laughs> where I did mine. I did a one gram or half a gram uh, earlier in the week due to some neck pain. Worked well, but during the day, an indica is not my thing. So I was kind of tired, but it did work. And then last night, took a second half a gram, slept well. Um, not a lot of deep sleep. I, initially, I had some good deep sleep from my Fitbit, I could tell, and some good REM, which was nice because then I woke up really, I mean, with a beautiful day outside. I'm like, yeah, let's oh. do this. So, <laughs> great experience. A little uh, tired behind the eyes for the first three, four hours a day, you know, and you got to drink a bunch of coffee. Not sure that works. Maybe it gets the taste out of your mouth. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I'll oh, let you uh, talk about your experience since yours was the most intense, obviously. Well, I just, I mean, I'm feeling uh, like I'm not going to put the cereal in the freezer high, yeah. but uh, I, I I do every time I sit down, like right now, man, I'm fighting the Indica. It is, it is it's an Indica. I I, um, I will be taking a nap here. Yeah, I was more talking about the fact that you just, 
you took that whole gram with nothing to wash it down for at mm. least like 25, 30 minutes that was going on for me. You oh, just licking the dirt, man. It's like you're a little kid when you put dirt in your mouth. Yeah, we had to cut so that Miggy could get some coffee and rinse his mouth out. And I don't blame him. That aftertaste we were talking about earlier is is serious. So um, effects so far, Michael, what's a, what, what are you feeling? How's, how's one gram of uh, Indica RSO during the day? Yeah, I definitely am with you on the behind the eyes thing. I'm behind the eyes pretty, pretty uh, dopey back here, really. Like, I feel droopy. My, uh, that part of the brain isn't firing as fast. I can feel things back this way, trying to get their way forward and just like putting at one point. Um, I'm okay with that. It is Indica. I figure I'm going to be a little foggy. I came, I live on the third floor and I basically floated up the stairs. Like I didn't <laughs> feel them at all. And I got like my knees popping, you know, back things and all that stuff. So I'm definitely feeling the, the nice smooth body pain. Yeah. How about your yeah. leg? You were mentioning some leg pain. Did you apply it directly? Man, you know, I was gonna, but then Mickey like took the whole damn gram. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, well, he looks like he was having a good time walking around slurping. Like we can, we can cut to the right now where Mickey was like, mm, mm, right. every dribble out. And I was like, well, I can't, I can't be left behind. So I'm actually going to go out later on today, get a uh, quarter or like a gram of RSO. And I will use it as a topical. And I'm going to totally document this gross ass wound on my leg and uh, yeah. progresses over the next few days just I, I had a brutal workout yesterday at the gym um they're doing like limited uh, people in there everyone's wearing a mask whatever but uh, i was in there doing a leg workout and it was brutal and uh this morning not nearly as sore although i am i'm pretty sore so i'm glad i had some rso last night otherwise i probably wouldn't be able to walk that much this morning nice so that was kind of nice so no, i've been good oh good i was just to say I, i've been complaining for the past like three, four days to my old lady. I, uh, I was going to go to the VA sometime this week because my shoulder's been killing me. Like one of those weird pains that, you know, you didn't do nothing, but maybe you lift something wrong, like a cup of coffee. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been killing me. And right now it's a low, a low roar, the pain is. And uh, um, I'm, the sun's out, man. I'm really contemplating just lying down and calling it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you look like you're in a good spot for it, dude. I love gorgeous today, dude. Oh, and the sun? Oh. So where's that pain at in your neck? It's like like a shoulder neck thing. Uh, it feels like a muscle thing, like because uh, I can push on it, it doesn't hurt. But when I'm sleeping, staying still, it fucking throbs. Like, and I have a high pain tolerance. Like uh, when I was in the Navy, uh, I had a sciatic nerve, and uh, the guy injected me with morphine and uh, the proxin, and I was still chasing it with beers because that fucking thing hurt. But uh, this is not a uh, sciatic thing. It's a it's something muscular, I think, just because when I push on uh, something uh, resistance-wise, that's when I can really tell, oh, shit, something's not right. Hey, man, I think I might be the youngest one in the group here. I am uh, turning 40 this year. Um, so, that's weird, though. Well, thanks. Well, and, you know, I'm not, like, calling you guys old, but, hey, look, I'm, I've got a bad back. My knee's wrecked. I've been using cannabis as a pain medicine for, like, you know, 10 years, even when I was living in a black market area, right? Um Plus, I had, uh, when I was like 27, I had a small stroke. And I totally attribute cannabis use to part of my recovery because I got shit out of the medical industry, right? Where I was living in Tucson, they just didn't give a fuck about humans there. Uh, so um, cannabis as medicine is important, but I think that at my age and forward, cannabis as a physical pain medicine is important. Um, you guys being a little bit old, like, you guys, uh, Mickey, I think you're about 10 years older than me, give or take. 
nine, ten years, somewhere in there? Actually, six. Oh, six. Okay. Well, you have better gray. <laughs> okay. I, I, uh, you know, we, we sat down and chatted our life stories a couple times, but it was years ago. Uh, yeah. So like at your ages, do you guys, have you used cannabis as a pain medicine for a long time? Has it been inadvertent, intentional? And do you can, I mean, like, obviously it's something you're gonna do forever, right? Like where's yeah. that at? I'd say inadvertent for me. What about you, uh, Josh? Yeah. In high school, I didn't, really know about cannabis i thought it was all indica that you were just kind of lazy during the day didn't do anything i didn't really know anything i was into sports and that was about it then i broke my shoulder um was supposed to go and, and play on a scholarship in college and it kind of changed everything so as i was trying to rehab the doctors were pushing all of these hardcore drugs oxycontin oxycodone um muscle relaxers painkillers all this stuff and so I was actually using cannabis because I went to a very liberal college, Western Washington University up by Bellingham near the border up in Canada. It has a lot of good cannabis from Alaska and the BC bud and preferred yeah. using cannabis to kind of cure my neck and shoulder pain and uh, use it for you know anxiety and other things too as I've gotten older, but uh, fairly broken from sports and uh, just getting old and auto accidents and whatever else has happened throughout the years definitely is therapeutic, but also I think I have more anxiety than I, than I know there's, I mean, especially COVID there's so many projects oh, that have been derailed or delayed, you know, and to take the edge off, I prefer cannabis over sugar or alcohol any day. Yeah. And I think people find it, it's a complicated plant because it treats both a mental and physical condition. And like for me, when I realized it was medicine, it was not until probably the past like eight years for myself personally, where I had a dry run. I didn't have any weed for a little bit, you know, whether it be money or whatever and shit hurt more than usual. I'm a, I'm a smoker all day, every day. Like I, I wake up, I light a bowl. Um, when I get off of work, I light a bowl. Uh, if I have a vape pen on me, I might do it during lunch. Um, but you know, uh, it's all day for me. And then when I go without, you notice, things start popping more. Yeah, yeah. And also, when you learn about the endocannabinoid system, how everything's tied together, it kind of, it's frustrating how it's tied to your nervous system, your bone structure. Uh, it's amazing what this plant's connected to. Yeah, so since I've learned really how medicinal it is, probably like, I'd say six, seven years ago, I really started being like, oh, wow, you know, this is cannabis medicine, and it's not just yes. I've been smoking weed since I was 12. Um, <laughs> and and now, now it's like uh, the things I know from the people I've interacted with in the cannabis industry and all of the medical advocates that I've heard from and, and all the science that I've reviewed, like it makes sense to me that starting at my age, I see it as a supplement. There's days yeah. where I don't wanna smoke. I don't wanna wake up and smoke, but I'm like, you know what? I am gonna consume like smoke half a joint. I need those, that THC, I need something. I need the cannabinoids, those extra phytocannabinoids or phytochemicals that come through too. Um, they're all super important and it's like a supplement. Um, I think that was kind of my original point was like, even at some, at our young age, eating cannabis is kind of like the best way to get it medicinally. Older folks too, like who may not want to smoke, may not be into that. They can still get their THC by, you know, slamming a grandma RSO of an afternoon. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's oh, totally. morning. It's morning, not <laughs> afternoon. Jesus, Josh, what have you done to us? So, so that was my fault. So um, yeah, when you guys got the care package last night, uh, the the um, 
descriptions that were not very clear, they were very discreet and in encryption, uh, were supposed to tell you to open it up and enjoy. And then we were going to talk about it today. So for moving forward, edible should always be, uh, you do an unboxing and, uh, and eat it, and then we'll talk about it. After but your good times, your notes were covered up by this giant ass sticker, brother. Oh yeah, same here. That's what happens. So if you have a note, future has to be in the um the package itself yeah so um are we ready to to judge this all right so we need to have kind of seven criteria so let's uh i guess spit that out right now i'm always gonna bitch about the plastic dude like that you know for a tube you already have the tube as the plastic which is the necessity but they could have packaged it in maybe a cardboard type thing you know something uh that's biodegradable so it's, it's, a yes, it's a yes or no. Did they did they meet enough of your expectations for the presentation? I'm going to give them a, a point. I would say no. In my in my said okay, fair enough. No, I'm I'm with it. I I've seen a lot of small businesses going through the packaging problems, and here's what happens: is if they go for some tube, some sort of cardboard, anything that's not see through, customers won't buy it because they can't see it people don't buy what they can't see. So this is the best case solution I think they've got right now for something like this. Cause it's, they could have gone with shorter, sure. But then their tip sticker and all this other crap, this is their best case solution for this tiny syringe. And I don't hate syringes. I no. mean, it's, it's effective. I know that a lot of people have bad feelings about them and I get it, but there's just better options out there. The twist spencer, you can do it with one hand if you have arthritis oh. and it's small and you can keep it in your pocket or purse or whatever. So check out the twist spencer. Um, so Michael, was that, that you did give them that's, a point? That's a point. Yeah, I'll give them a point. It also looks nice. I like their packaging. It's simple. It's straightforward. It tells you everything you need. You know, just boom. Here's, here's our product. How much did this cost us? This was $15, but then when you put in uh, tax, it's about... Uh, uh, $18 and 89 cents. Did the shop that to real, sorry, side rail, uh, Kush 21, did they label it at $15 or did they label it at plus tax? Strange. That's weird to me. I like to see my prices in 502 to be tax inclusive. And yeah. there's a, there's a beer tax on top of that. And they definitely what? didn't include well, that. Okay. We can maybe cut this for another time, but I, I got to throw this tax info out every time it comes up. 37% excise tax, 6.75% state tax. The average municipal tax in Washington is 1%, but in Seattle, it's 1.25, I think. And then, um, like you said, Burien tax, that's, they average out to 1%. And some places have zero. So consider that the majority have zero tax. It was a little so, over a dollar for each one, about $4 and change for, th for three items for that beer yeah. tax. Yeah. Right on. All right. Moving on to creativity. How do you guys feel about the creative product being this RSO? Creativity in the product itself or that came out in my brain? I say it's traditional. I mean, like the, the, the product itself is just a, like, like, like uh, Mike was saying, you know, it has that Rick Simpson oil tradition, but it's not, um, it looks and feels just like the oil I know from medical days. So I, I give it an okay. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's not something new, innovative or anything like that, but they did deliver RSO pretty well. What do you think on it, Josh? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a slim package. Um, they did what they can. I'm kind of neutral on it. Um, I didn't really get any creative mind. Like if I was going to give half on the creative 
product and half on the creative um, after, you know, effects. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd probably go null on the product and null on the after effects. So no points for me. Miggy, any points for you? I, I was going to give it a point just because I don't think there's much you can do as far as innovation with the RSO. Uh, you know, it, it, right. the fact that it tastes and, and smells the same that I remembered from 10 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't fuck it up. So I'll give it a point. Okay. Yeah, I'm sticking with a point on it. All right. Did I, I mean, there's definitely some things further down the road, other products will be like, wow, look at this and really be on the creativity event. But I mean, it is RSO. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't fuck it up, as Maggie said. Mm-hmm. That's 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 fair enough. Give them a point. And we did give them a lot of flack for the flavor, but if you're going to compare all, you know, uh, Phoenix Tears, RSO, whatever you want to call it, um, then it's all pretty tough. I would like to step that yeah. back. I wasn't giving them a hard time on the flavor. I, I wasn't. I, I front-loaded that with, wow, this is really sprucey. This is good. You know, the end after flavor didn't. The dirt. Dirt. <laughs> dirt. You know, that flavor, though, can't be avoided sometimes, even with, like, butter. Yeah. You right. Know, you take the yeah, flour totally. is overpowering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But overall flavor, like the front end of this, and I blopped the whole, you know, most of it at once, and then I came back for a little nibble after. My tongue was sprucey. My, my you know, cheeks got all the flavor. So I'm, I wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was nice. Yeah. So you're going to yeah. give him a point. Oh, definitely. Yeah. On flavor. And Miggy? Yeah, I give him a point. Just, I mean, the whole earthiness, it's not a negative thing if you love the plant, period. <laughs> Can't give him a point because, like, the flavor, like, if you have to have, like, if we have to cut this podcast for you to go get coffee to rinse your mouth out, and I had to do the same thing, <laughs> I can't give him a point. Uh, yeah, but, but, you, I, but I, I see what you're saying because it was strong, but how do you avoid when you do full extract? Uh, I don't know. Bro, I have had, hold on. I have had RSO that if I plunged half a gram on my tongue, I was straight yurkin, you know, and like mm-hmm. I couldn't stop mm-hmm. it. It was physical. physical yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this stuff, I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And then on my way, like to get the refill of coffee, I was like licking bits out of the corner of my teeth and like, okay, that's still good. It was pleasant. The dirt, I don't, I don't hate the dirt flavor. I mean, it was just what it was. But um, yeah, man, I I think that this was really flavorful for RSO because I've had some that was just. I will admit the flavor wasn't bad. It was just yeah, I couldn't get the aftertaste out of my mouth. <laughs> it definitely and that, did. that was problematic, you know. It definitely wonder, hung out. Do you think that that flavor, uh, the reason why it lingers so long too, could it be the whatever they're using for the carrier, the uh, you know the alcohol base or whatever? Could be the alcohol that that sticks on your tongue and makes it last longer. I don't know. That's, I mean, that's way the, over my head. <laughs> the alcohol extract process, residual solvents that are allowed for um, alcohol are like 2,500 parts per million. Um, I, I think it might be as high as 10,000 parts per million because that's top end in Washington. Um, but I don't really think that that's something you're going to actually notice in the product at all. The, the, it's just part of the process in the same way that you don't get like butane in BHO Mm. extracts. So, um, I mean, yeah, that could be part of the reason though. I mean, because it keeps a lot of the plant chemicals, right? It keeps all those waxes. Every single chemical that was in there, why it's full spectrum, says it on the label, is that all the shit that was in that plant is now in this extract. 
it's not filtered, it's raw. I mean, and then moving on to texture, right? So since we've, we've beat yeah. up on, on flavor, the texture of this for all that was very nice and smooth. This looked good. It's texture came out like, like it blurped in my, like this syringe came out faster than I thought it would. How about you guys? Did it like hit you real quick? It, it went down like a jello shot for me. Yeah, I thought the texture was good. It wasn't soupy. It wasn't so thick that you had to like hit it with the hammer. Uh, oh. I thought it was good. Um, it, it kind of held its consistency so you could kind of put it on anything that you wanted. Um, I thought they did a good job. So I'm gonna give them a full point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah same. There was not a lot of waste when I, when I and like you're saying that some some of those RSOs can be sticky. I've seen it where it like it plunges. Well, how does it get clogged at the plunger? You know? <laughs> like what's going on? But yeah, That's this all thing my leftovers. shot out and Oh, I sucked it all out, dude. There was like a yeah. little bit in the rim. I couldn't get any more out. A lot of times, those syringes with the dabs, if you're if you're gonna refill, you you leave a lot in there. Uh, versus this one, I noticed that it's good efficiency on getting all of it out. Yeah. All right. So, I already kind of explained my effects. Uh, one of them was during the day, and it did help with the neck pain that I had. And then last night, I took it and I slept really well. And I'm not nearly as sore from the really strenuous uh, leg workout I had yesterday. Definitely going to give them a point for the effects. Indica did its job. I was super tired when I took it during the day. Um, so uh, full point for effects for me. Make Dude, it I got the weed burps. <laughs> 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 like I just burped. It was like, so I mean... <laughs> It's good. It's in me. I know. Uh, I know it's there. Uh, and like I said earlier, the sun was coming out, and it was hard for me. Earlier, I was fighting the, the indica naps. Now I'm feeling a little more better. Maybe it's the coffee kicking in. Uh, the pain, definitely the body high that, that Mike was talking about. You guys were talking about. Uh, like I said, I was gonna go to the hospital for my shoulder sooner or later. But today, today I'll probably just go home and play Xbox. Oh man, that's great. Yeah, totally. Uh, I'm giving him a point for the effects. I'm also starting to feel kind of giggly. Like the past 10 minutes or so, I've just been like, you know, I, I want to go do something silly. Yeah, uh, I'm all about this. I haven't, I also have not had a whole gram of RSO in quite a while, more <laughs> than six months. And so, <sighs> healthiness. What, how do you guys feel about the healthiness of, uh, you know, um, Phoenix Tears? hundred percent. I think this would be a good way if I needed to, like, as a flower guy, you know, I do it in part because I love the plant and, uh, I still don't feel like I'm a connoisseur enough to be like, these are notes of, uh, sativa. So that's why I always go with the flower. But if I was a patient and I needed to medicate high doses, this, this would be a great way to go about it. Hundred percent on that. Like this is the ideal efficacy route right here, and you're cutting out the negative effects of smoking. You're cutting out the negative effects of you know even vaporizing cannabis through a dab or something like that. Um, a lot of people won't be able to get past the taste. That is a real thing, um, but you can hide that shit. You can put it in a lot of different ways. I think this is the healthiest way to consume small or large dose. Yes. Period. Points. I, I would agree. And especially with this, like I was looking at something that wasn't, you know, no pesticides as close to organic as you can get. It's um, full spectrum. And so that's the thing, the full spectrum, uh, you know, FICO, full extract cannabis oil is the thing that you kind of want to look for. Um, and the price point, 
Um, I guess we can get that into the overall quality. I'm going to give them a full point for healthiness. I think we're all in agreement with that. Yes. I'm going to give them a point for overall quality because I think at the price point of $15, even with the ridiculous taxes, uh, did the, I think they did a phenomenal job. Yeah, I, I just was unfortunate that for $15, that syringe would last a real patient maybe two days. Like They're not going to do the whole gram like I just did, but they will take rice size taste throughout the day for, for titration. Um, I've heard that, you know, basically it's like uh, 10 doses or so at that rice size grain per day, if, if you can, which is a gram a day and then do that for 90 days. Like that's been the traditional since it is Rick Simpson oil, RSO is what they're calling it. I think that was the traditional treatment. So yeah, like at this price point that, that makes it something that somebody could effectively do and use as their, you know, daily medicine or titration, as you said, and get it to a point where the uh, uh, cannabis is actually impacting their whole system health. Yeah, yeah. I think overall quality gets a point for me. This was really good RSO, actually. I've had much worse, like <laughs> much worse. All right, so the tally is in. All of the voting has been compiled. Michael, you got the top at seven out of seven for this, uh, for presentation, creativity, flavor, texture, effects, healthiness, and overall quality. Miggy, you hit six out of seven. You didn't give them the first one, which was presentation, but uh, followed through in uh, overall 86%. And then um, I gave them five out of seven leaves at a 71%. I did not give them creativity or flavor. And so totaling all of that, that's an average of six out of seven leaves for a total of 86%. Well, if we were qualifying each of these points with more points inside of them, right, maybe uh, I wouldn't have given them like a full bore of all the points, just to clarify. But since we're kind of keeping these pretty direct and simple, mm -hmm. that's why they, they earned all the points for me. And I mean, I will say this, I've encountered maybe a dozen different RSO products over the past like three years or so, you know, in that window. This has been the nicest one, no doubt. Like texture and flair and flavor and. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good point system too. Is the fact that you know I brought the fact that I don't like the presentation. Then you counterpoint with why some people have to put up with that type of a uh, you know like being the the newcomer in the in the market or whatever. But to your point and counterpoint, there are there are cardboard tubes with cellophane that you can see through. So, but yeah, it's all about price, right? Like right. if. I bet you they bought the cheapest mass packaging they could so so they can assure quality in the product itself. And for 15 bucks, right, like going back on the overall quality, and I mean, saying it's 15 bucks is rough for me because in my head, that's an $18 product. That's, that's just what we paid for. It was 18 bucks. So even at 18 bucks, sub $20 for RSO is okay. Now, I was actually, I've been talking to this company, I forget their name offhand, but they have $60 RSO. $60 crystal clear, looks like distillate, RSO. And at that point, is it RSO? They've taken all the phytochemicals out of it that give it yeah. all good. Meanwhile, this obviously wasn't filtered. This wasn't, um, you know, so they didn't have most likely crappy product that they improved some way. It was just good product, good price point. I'm okay for them going for the cheapest, but okayest prior uh packaging they could because this isn't the worst you guys remember 2015 when shit was in uh like straight up plastic bags like oh, yeah. yeah like a little ziploc bag on the top yeah yeah, yeah that's how we would have been buying it. i 
fucking hated that. I was buying dry ass joints. People were trying to sell buds that way. This is okayest for right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps up the first edition of the Chronic Club collaboration between the Talking Hedge, uh, Cannabis Legalization News, and the Inebriation aging Show. Ed. Inebriation <laughs> Show. Yeah, yeah. It's the new product name, but I'm the aging it. Yeah. Of course you are. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Josh Kincaid. I'm with the Talking Hedge. You guys want to do a little exit and where they can find you? Find me at uh, Cannabis Legalization News uh, on Spotify, all your podcast outlets, and the YouTubes. And for articles, just Google Niggy420. I've been around. Yeah. Yeah. The Aging and The Aging and See it below. We'll put it somewhere in a link somewhere. But yeah, you can catch me on Instagram. My Facebook's full of a lot of more news stuff. Instagram's full of all sorts of good things. I've got a live show that I've been doing called Morning Ramblings. We're up to 11 episodes there. I just pick a thing about cannabis and talk about it there that's a fun place (laughs) we'll have everything spray painted everywhere all that'll be in the show notes check it out hopefully you guys will be coming back for a round two of chronic club collaboration hopefully you guys had a good time even though the instructions weren't quite clear hopefully you'll come back for round two hell yeah i'm looking forward to it this is a good time all right perfect i didn't die don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has kind of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects Network. Network.